Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. Okay, continuing on, we're discussing how we start to discuss that when Yaakov, a very interesting part, that when Yaakov goes to to um, to the Haran, and he goes to, to Lovin's house on his way. He governs. And what does he do? He, when he goes to sleep, he puts stones around his head. Why? To protect him from the wild animals. Of course, the question is, putting stones, if you're putting stones to protect yourself, so why are you putting it around your head only? Either you think Hashem is going to take care of you, so you don't put any stones, or trying to not rely on miracles and go by nature, so why aren't you covering your whole body? Why just your head? So the connection is because he wasn't, it wasn't a physical, it wasn't just like a physical thing. It's more of a spiritual thing. Yeah, he did physical, but it's, but it's representing spiritual and it's a lesson for us that the head should be protected. If our head is protected, so then the rest of the body is protected. When we go to work, we go to work and, and it's, it's totally, totally consumes us that we don't have, our head is not clear. And this is in a, in a simple sense. If it's, you know, one of, one of the sometimes the best to have an outside opinion because your, your head is totally involved and you can't see things clearly. That's sort of what we're saying. When your head's totally involved at work, in a sense, that you're totally consumed by work, you can't even like think straight, you don't have time with your family, you don't go to Davin, you don't go to learn properly, you don't give yourself time for that spirituality you're meant to be doing, turn mitzvahs, so you're missing it, you're, gone, it, it, you're missing the point. And that's what we're saying, you have, to, you have to go not with your head, keep your head clear. That doesn't mean when you go to work, you don't think, but it means when you have you're not dragging work home with you. And you're having that, that time to, like when you're at home, you know, you're doing the things you need to do at home. When you go to shul, you, you know, it means that you don't have, you don't miss out on your dubbing times, your learning times, and all the time you have to do. That's, that's, what, that's what it's saying. Yeah. Now the next, the next point, we're dissecting this whole idea and the whole story and bring it down into, like, what does it mean for us? And this is this is what we're going to say today is it's, it's an idea that we've talked about before, and you see it as as we move on in circus, this like theme coming. And the idea is that we start to realize to see the world the way the Rebbe sees it, and how we should be looking at our situation, and how we should be conducting ourselves. So hey, the keep Yaakov the es with what? Did Yaakov, we'll just finish up the last paragraph again, just to go over, so it'd be nice and good. Should be careful. That a head should be protected. And therefore, when the head is the way it should be, therefore, automatically, your hands and your rest of your body will, will be good. When you, when you, when you Go to work, you do work according to what it says, Shukhnaruch, Hayadayim, his um tis m tas saikna, the mida shirak, shirakshi male, doichem, ilu yumin makarevis, smell dechavimakarevis. And you'll work in a way that, that the left pushes away whatever it shouldn't be, and the right brings in whatever it should be. Araglaim tiena um ratsas bamit and your legs around to a mitzvah, meaning. In simple sense, you'll have the clarity to do what you're meant to be doing. Meaning when you go to work, 
He says that Pishukhan means, is this according to a halacha, the right thing or not? If yes, yes. If not, I'm not going to do it. And you have that clarity and, and, and that conviction. Whereas when your head is not protected and you don't have that clarity, so then you can, people can, unfortunately could do things that's not exactly according to Shukhan Um, hey, the Mahikiv Yaakov Geda as Atsamina Elam, what Yaakov used to protect himself. Kasha Elam Lo Yacho Lashbilov, you know, what did he use to protect himself so the world wouldn't affect him? Rakba Bonim. So he says, what does it mean that he used stones? He didn't use stones. He didn't use Loy Asechel, Loy Beregesh, Kim Bavanim, Sugadamim. He didn't use his intellect, he didn't use his emotions. What did he use? Simple stones. Inanimate objects. Chain boy has no life. I feel I feel a loy nefesh not even growth. With this, he connected himself, he protected himself. So what does that mean for us to use inanimate stones? I'm sure everyone can figure it out. So what's a lesson? Going out to the world, we want to go, we need to go out to the world, we want to make sure that it doesn't affect us. We have to have complete Kabbalah. The Kabbalah is like this daemon, it's like this inanimate object, the stone. And he's going to explain. Avanim, well, that's what it's to be, Avanim stones. Now, Intellect and emotions. This is not enough to protect you. You have to, you have to be sensitive to yourself to be like a stone. And my soul should be like dust, everything. That, that it's a very important point that what he's saying is if, if we, a connection to Judaism, and the, the, the limit of that connection is how we feel, how it makes sense. If we said this in last week's sikha, I'm pretty sure it's in a few other sikhas, what will happen? It's limited to that intellect, to that emotion. Judaism is fun now. What happens when it stops being fun? Whereas when you have Kabbalah soul, it's not about Judaism fun. If you're like a stone, you're inanimate. The connection is, this is what it is. It is what it is. That's why I do it. Why? Because it's good. That's all we do. Not because it feels good, not because I enjoy it. it it's... That doesn't come into the equation. But I enjoy you, so I'm in a relationship with you. I'm in a relationship, you know, husband and a wife in a relationship because the husband and wife. Now we should have an enjoyable relationship and we should have an intellectual relationship and all these good things. But, but the foundation of the relationship can't be, and this is, you know, like I said this before, I saw this video a while back that on, on, an, like the, on the watchtower in the airline, the guy was speaking to the pilot as they landed, and he said, or they're taking off, but he said, and he said, my, my uh, girlfriend, whatever, is on the flight, and I want to propose to her, but I'm, I'm nervous. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. So he goes, no, 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 you do it, do it. You're on, you're on the speaker, speak. So then what did the guy say? And this is something like a gloomy way. He goes, in a not good way. He said, he goes, he said, you make my, you make me feel so good. Would you marry me? What do you, it was such a, like, I felt so weird, like, you're saying, hey, you taste good. You're, I, you're like ice cream to me. So I want to get married to you because I enjoy ice cream. He's saying, I don't care about you. I care about what you do for me. 
And this is what this is this is the 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 issue with Yiddishkeit if it's if it's limited to intellect or emotions. You're saying emotionally feels good, so I want to do it. And what happens when emotions go away? I don't do it. Or um, it makes sense to me. What happens when some proves you it doesn't make sense? You're not going to do it. That's why you have to be like a stone. Of course, you should think about it. Of course, you should have emotions to term it. But the, but the, the foundation of the term it is not based off my intellect or my emotions. But it's based off my, my Kabbalah cell. I'm a stone. I'm a Yid. And Zebishta, And that's all. And look what he says. He goes, an inanimate object can't move itself. Until someone will take the stone and move it. We have to feel ourselves like that. Meaning, every person, we're a simple servant. Meaning, Shagari Baruchu, Noisim, Makam, Makam, Hashem moves us. Hashem pulls me here, so I go there. Hashem pulls me there, and I go there. I follow Hashem. But love, lost days, lost days, I say, the shame, Hashlama, Sakavana, and I have to put myself to complete the Kavana, the intent. Vashlichus, Shagari Baruchu, He tell a love, and the Shukh Hashem gave it to me. I am a servant of Hashem. This is the attitude that we have to have. That we should we should work on ourselves. That who am I? And and this is a very empowering idea. Who am I? I'm a servant of Hashem. What Hashem want me to do? This and this and that. What what gets in the way of that? Our own machshavas, our own intellect, our own emotions. And me, I'm a nobody. I don't feel like it. It's uncomfortable. People are gonna think of me funny. Yeah? We have to be like an inanimate object. Wherever we are, it's what Hashem put me here. What Hashem needs for me, I need me to do Torah Mitzvah. I need to make this place a Durbet Achtonim, something that I can give to this place, and that's it. And then if I get moved somewhere else, I go do that. But 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 I'm not here because it feels good or because I gain from it. I'm not in a relationship because you make me feel good. You know, it's like a, the right. I don't like someone says I love salmon. You don't love salmon. You want you love what salmon makes does for you. It feels good. We're not doing Torah Mitzvah because it feels good, which it should feel good. We're not doing time misses because it makes sense, and it should make sense. But we're doing time misses because we evad, evad of the Abish, that we are a servant of Hashem. And what Hashem wants me to do is, is do this thing. When we come with this attitude, it, it, it gets us the ability to, to do things far and beyond we could ever imagine. But if it comes from our intellect, our emotions, so it's a limited to how much we understand. Oh, this makes sense to me. Oh, oh I, I think I can do this. And then you think you can't do other things. And so then you limit yourself. But whereas here, you're coming as a Kabbalah soul, God's in charge, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'm doing. That therefore you can achieve, achieve greatness. Let's continue on the next, the next part. Vav. So what's the reward? Now that we've explained, and maybe we'll give a little bit of a summary, and then we'll get into this more tomorrow. So we explain, yeah, we said a few things here. Yaakov went from Be'er to Haran. He goes from the best of places to Be'er Like we explained two opinions of how great it was, whether it was because of the pact that he made, so he had peace, or whether it was because the wells that he was able to dig and finally even, even like fix everything up because it was going so good, living the good life. And he comes, Haran. Haran, Afshamakim, is the worst of places, Sin City. And what happens? What do we see here? That specifically in Haran, Afshamakim, the worst of places, is where Yaakov is so successful, ultimately gets successful with Gashmius, 
very wealthy, and also successful with all his kids. He was the only mitas shleim. He's the only one of the forefathers that had had all righteous children. And what do we learn from this? The first lesson the Rebbe is teaching us. Never says this out, spells out clearly. That is specifically in the test where you achieve the greatness. That specifically because he was in Charon, he was in this worst of places. He was able to be so successful with bringing up his kids, which is a wild idea. You know, you think if, if you're in the perfect, easy environment, that's where all the success happens. You know, like people talk about the, the, like the, why they don't like don't don't want to be connected in Chabad or whatever. Well, a lot of the, the discussion is, you know, I have a friend that talked about this. He used to be Chabad. And he's not so Lubavitch anymore. And he said, he said, look, it's, it's like, I want to send my kid to a place where it's a bubble. And in the bubble, nothing can go wrong. Was it good? What we're learning, true success is not in the bubble. It's in, it's in Haran. It doesn't mean we should, we should jump into Haran and try to find the worst place and, and, and jump there. But reality of life has its challenges. And if we take those challenges and realize, that can that helps us, pushes us to great growth. That's the, that's the first part. Then we said, when Yaakov goes, what does he do? Before he goes into this place, he davens. He's coming to get a shidduch. What is he davening? He should figure out what's going on, how to present himself, how to fix up his resume, and how to not look like a nebach, how to dress nicely, which you buy some clothes, what's the dress code like over there? What does he do? He davens. Realize what success in life? To connect himself to the Abishtam. That's, that's the second thing. To connect himself to the Abishtam. That's what he says. And then, what does he do when he gets to sleep? He protects his head. So we're saying, what is this? Either he thinks that Hashem is going to protect him, so therefore he doesn't need to protect himself at all, or he thinks he doesn't want to land a miracle, so he needs protection. He should protect his, his whole body, not just his head. So why is he protecting his head? So we're learning because he's protecting his head is a spiritual idea. He realizes he's going to Haran, it's a dangerous place. He says to himself to make sure my head is in, is in, the, in the right place. Not, my head not sunken into this situation. And that's a lesson for all of us. We want to be successful when we go out into the world, we go out to life, make sure our head is clear. What does it mean the head is clear? And when we go to work, we go work. But the work is not dragged out all day. We don't work 24 hours. We work from nine to five or whatever the time period is. And when it comes to davening and learning, we're able to daven and learn like a mensch. We have that clarity, maybe to do turn mitzvahs like we do properly. And it's not that the work pulls us away from those things. The work is meant to assist them, not to detract from them. And then we said today, what does he protect himself with? With the evan, with the stones. What does it mean to protect yourself with the stones? What is a stone? A stone is inanimate. And it's teaching us we have to have a connection with Hashem. And this key to the success is the Kabbalah soul. Kabbalah soul means I'm the I'm evan of Hashem. It's not that I connect with Hashem, my intellect, my emotions, what makes me feel good or what it does for me. But it's about what Hashem needs for me. And Hashem needs me to do this. That's what I'm doing. Of course, we should enjoy it. And of course, we should have a connection to it. But that's not the foundation. Of course, when you, you know, like we're getting married, you get married to someone. You thought, I get married to you because I'm getting married to you. I don't care about anything. Of course, you should feel, you should have an emotion, you have an attraction, you should have all these good things. But the, but the foundation of the marriage is I want to build the Baisnami Solar, Binyan Adiyad. I want to have a connection with, with, with us that we're going to build an everlasting edifice. And it takes up later. And, and I'm, I'm there committed like a stone is not moving anywhere. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Of course, we should enjoy it and have a good time. But that's not why I'm getting married because I have a good time with you. And what happens when I don't have a good time with you? I don't get married anymore. But I want to be married. Let's do this. And this is what we're learning. And tomorrow we're going to learn the, the reward for all, all of this effort. Mr. Hashem, to be continued tomorrow, have a great, great day.